The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Because let's face it, there is almost nothing better at the end of a long, hard day than to talk racing things with my buddy Cody Zeeb. This is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. As I said before, he's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we are going racing at Talladega, baby, this weekend. All three series are in action. We've got wall-to-wall racing. There's an F1 race. There's... This other league called the NFL that's playing football, I don't know what that is, but I definitely know that we have got racing, Cody, and I cannot be more excited to talk racing with you today. So uh, welcome aboard again, my friend. Same, same here, man. Three through All three series, NASCAR series, are in action this weekend. We got the trucks, we got the Xfinity, got the Cup Series, got a little F1, nice and early. I noticed that's at like 7 a.m. my time. So uh, real early for you uh, DVR, out there baby. on the West Coast. DVR. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, NFL, I think that has something to do with my fantasy football, so I probably watch a little bit of that too. Uh, but, you know, NASCAR is where it's really at. <laughs> Especially at this time of the season when we're in full playoff mode, Talladega, Super Speedway, anything can and will happen. We talked about it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot in the betting episode yesterday. If you haven't gone back and listened to that, please do. Uh, after this, of course, you know, or, or in the middle, I don't care. I don't dictate your listening habits. Listen whenever you want. Uh, but at the very least, go back and listen to it because we've given a lot of names. We threw a lot of names out there at you. And, of course, this is the DFS episode where we won't throw that many names at you. But keep in mind that there are positions where uh, we will definitely give you some good quality, as we always do. We give you a high price driver, a mid price driver, and then, of course, a bargain driver for these 500 miles around the Talladega Super Speedway. It is the Yellowwood 500. I just like saying the name. That's that's the sponsor's name. Yellowwood uh, 500 there at Talladega. So what what a short name, too. I mean, <laughs> it's not the Yellowwood Alphabet Soup Coca-Cola <laughs> Auto Zone 600 or something like it's just the Yellowwood 500. That's it. Nice and easy. It's it's amazing. They can keep them short sometimes. It's a long track with a short sponsor name, right? I mean, go That's figure. Right. Right? Bristol had one of the longest ones, like AutoTrader.com uh-huh. slash backslash big big deal slash whatever 300. Yeah, this is just Yellowwood. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, nice and easy. Uh, a couple a couple pieces of news quick before we before we jump into the DFS too. 
Uh, NASCAR issued a couple of uh, penalties. So William Byron, Denny Hamlin had their little run-in. Apparently NASCAR did not see it during the race is what they said, which, you know, so <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I'm not really sure how that's possible, but okay. You didn't see it. So it's cool. Uh, so they docked William Byron 25 points. That is a massive penalty for being in the round of 12 here. It went from him being in the good. He's now eight points to the bad. Chase Briscoe slides up seven points to the good now. Uh, shuffles things around big time. 25 points. How many times have we seen one of these guys get in by one or two points? Now he's got to overcome 25. That's a huge penalty. Not saying he can't do it, of course, but you have a really bad race at Talladega, which we've talked about all week. Can happen to anybody with the wrecks and, and whatnot. And with all the issues we've seen playoff drivers having, it's a massive penalty. I mean, it can be argued he would have lost, you know, that many spots on the track and maybe whatever, but I think an in-race penalty would have been much more appropriate. I get that they need to send a message so that this doesn't continue to happen. Um, but, you know, if, if Denny Hamlin retaliates and wrecks William Byron now, like he says he's going to, does he get the same penalty? This, I mean, again, everything is kind of at NASCAR's discretion. So kind of opens up Pandora's box for a lot of things, which is, is going to be interesting to see as the season continues. Uh, he was also fined 50K. Uh, and then Ty Gibbs. I don't, And we didn't talk about this on the show. I didn't really re see it until after we'd already recorded our recap show. But, yeah, there was an incident driving down pit road. I, think, I believe it was Ty Dillon kind of came out of his box and maybe Gibbs felt like he – you know, forced him outside or something a little. And you just see Gibbs swerve all of a sudden, like trying to hit Ty Dillon on pit road. There's a NASCAR official standing right there. Crew guys changing tires, like massive, absolute no, no. Almost surprised there wasn't a race suspension for this because that is something we cannot have safety of these guys on pit road. I mean, they're already, you know, <laughs> these huge stock, heavy stock cars are driving fast speeds while they're running around the cars and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. So Ty Gibbs was fined uh, $75,000 and then 25 owner points. Obviously he's not in the driver points for the cup series. So we explained before with the Bubba Wallace thing, what the, the owner's points mean. So 25 points docked off of that, that could cost 2311 a healthy payday as well. If they lose a couple spots in the drive or in the owner's championship race in that 23 car. So, Big, big fines and penalties. NASCAR kind of, you know, standing up and saying, look, we're not going to take this stuff. And uh, we'll see if the message was received or not. <laughs> you know, and it makes me wonder because, look, we've been NASCAR fans for a while. And, and of course, not that I've watched the races from the 80s and from the early 70s and, and all that stuff. But, I mean, those guys did a lot on the track back and forth with each other. So, I mean, I know that we're a kinder, gentler NASCAR, but boy, I got to tell you, the roots of these sports is well, in and it's 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 kind of gone up and down too. Because yeah, it was that way at some point, and then it was you know like it seemed like there was really stiff penalties for any type of wrecking at all, and then and then it got back to more recently, it's been more of you know kind of let these guys police themselves, you know, unless it gets overly out of hand. We've seen NASCAR call drivers to the hauler and say, "Look, this has to end now." stuff like that but for a lot of this stuff they kind of just let it play out the chase elliott and kevin harvick stuff last year comes to mind they didn't do anything they just let that play out i don't remember a suspension or, or not a suspension but i don't remember a fine or anything so they kind of let that play out 
and you know both of them got their shots in and, and got even with each other and we haven't heard of it since but i guess this one denny and crew raised enough of a a stir to to get to get some results i guess so i i mean going back in race well and i think william byron taylor and jr has said this multiple times on the broadcast and then also on his podcast afterwards like Byron should have never admitted admitted fault. Like if Byron would have never said, "Yeah, of course I wrecked him," I don't think they would have given him the points penalty. So he really screwed up there. Hopefully he's learned his lesson. Keep your mouth shut. Don't don't admit to anything. I mean, if he wouldn't have admitted it, they he could have said enough of. I was looking down at my gauges. I didn't realize the yellow was out yet. Any number of those things, and maybe gotten away with it. Now Hendrick is appeal, appealing the fine, which goes to a non-NASCAR arbitrator or whatever. So it could get reversed. We, I don't know when that will be heard. Probably not till next week. So that could shake things up if they get the points back. We'll see, but a whole interesting deal there. You know, and look, man, Denny's not innocent himself. I don't even want to hear this nonsense. Him chasing yeah, exactly. down Ross Chastain to try to run him off the track when they had their issues, like... I don't want to hear it. Like, that's ridiculous. Go go cry somewhere else. Oh, he touched me. He tapped me. Well, and Denny's been talking all this big shit all year of, you know, oh, these guys on my list. And, and it's been, what, six months and stuff happened with Ross Chastain. Like, you ever going to get to that list? Or, like, what's the deal here? Like, you got a list? Let's see you start hitting it. Come on, you know? That's like my <laughs> summer to-do list. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get to that. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to get to that. That's, that's going to happen. I always tell my wife that when she's like, we need to make sure we do that. I'm like, yeah, I'll add that to the list. It's it's underneath about 8 million other things. We'll get there eventually. But <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, Leo, I'll get there. I'll get there. Yeah, I'll pull those. Uh, you know what, Cody? Let's do this. Let's step away for a quick break. I know we don't normally do that, but let's take a break, and then we'll get to our uh, our, our drivers because uh, we definitely want to spend some time talking about them. So we'll go ahead and step away uh, because a lot of what we talked about, too, is going to come into play with some of these guys that we have picked. So we'll come back, talk about the drivers. This is four stages this week, guys. You guys get bonus coverage, so we'll come back from the break. But first, let me ask you, you're thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet, plus the WinBet Casino is always open. It's 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia. Oh, my God, I ran out of breath. Plus, WinBet has their own same game parlay feature. All you got to do, click on the game you like, select build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Promo guys, the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They got daily updates on odds boost and, of course, all the huge cash bonuses from all the major sportsbooks. And they got a VIP Discord that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. Got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates. They are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but also where you'll get the best odds, how to track down and cash in. Big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it all, Promo Guys run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us, check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out Promo Guy. 
us. Cody, we tend to lead off our suggestions with these guys that you're going to have to pay a lot of money for. But let's also warn you, too, on this track. We're going to give you these high-priced guys, but you don't have to take them as gospel because it's the Wild West out there. They may be in Talladega, but the track itself is the Wild West. We're going to give you some high-priced uh, guys to, to load up on, but, you know, again, take these with a grain of salt and, and build your own lineups versus kind of what we're giving you, too. You can use the skeleton, but, you know. Yeah, and so I was just looking at the weather, too, because there was some concern about qualifying, maybe getting rained out with the uh, hurricane and everything that, that's hitting Florida right now. It looks like none of that. So there was maybe some rain scheduled for Saturday. Now, from what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like there's really going to be any rain all weekend. So we shouldn't have that. Um, so, again, we don't know the starting lineup. If, if it was going to rain, we could maybe tell you kind of where these guys are going to start based on you know the algorithm or whatever that they line them up by. But we talked about this in the betting show. Super speedways are just crazy. It's insane. You can make any bet. You can play any driver. In DFS, you can not use your entire salary. I would advise you don't use the entire salary. You can build any number of lineups. I talked about it before. I cut up the entry list, mix it up, put it in my hat, and have my daughter draw lineups for me. Whatever number she picks, he goes in the lineup. I don't even look at it. I just submit it and put it in that way because it can be that random. Now, even though it can be that random, there are still certain guys that are very consistent or very good on super speedways that we can point out to you, and you can use these guys to help you build some of these lineups. Again, we don't ever advise just building one lineup or two lineups. Like You want to have a few different lineups. This is the week to have a ton of different lineups. Do any random weird combination you want. Put your favorite numbers in there. Put, you know, whatever, you know, all the to all Toyotas, all Ford, all Chevys, all team this, all team that. Like, whatever combination of things you want to do, you can do. It's acceptable. It's going to work this weekend. And it just, again, like, like every week, you have to kind of go into it expecting to, you know, realizing it, it's still a form of gambling it's it's skilled fantasy whatever the fuck they want to call it but <laughs> you know what i mean like you know you, you could lose it of course but this week more than ever you really could lose it and if you watch it live because you can't help yourself like i do it's going to change lap by lap you're going to go it's going to be hundreds and thousands of dollar swings in a half a lap and wait until 10 minutes 15 minutes after the race is over before you get the final because there's most likely going to be a big wreck on the last lap. They're not going to know where people finish. Scoring is going to be all messed up. Takes NASCAR a few minutes to get it sorted out. Takes DK, these other places, a few minutes to get it figured out and score it properly. So don't count it until it's been a little while after. There's my little disclaimer. But uh, again, we found some guys that, that do well at super speedways and that can be kind of your main pieces to build around when you're, when you're looking at these. So I'm going to start off Ryan Blaney. $10,400 um, in the last eight super speedway races. I'm including Atlanta when I say super speedways from this year, not from previous years, because this year was the super speedway style racing and it, and it pretty much all worked out exactly the same. So I'm including that in this, but in his last eight super speedway races, he's finished 17th or better. The key to winning DFS attracts like this is to pick guys that finish like that is 
that's the biggest thing. Place differential is so real quick. Also, place differential is your biggest thing here. So you're gonna want to, you know, not necessarily stack the back. Although that did work at Daytona this past time. So a lot of people are just gonna pick, you know, 36th and or whatever. I think there's 37 cars this week, up to 31st or whatever, and just load those guys in. Like that's fun for a lineup, but don't make that your only thing. Like you can still you can still pick some guys in the top 10, one or two guys, but you want to find those guys that are in the 20s, 30s, farther back. Place differential is your biggest thing and finishing position. You got to find guys that are going to finish the race. That's the other biggest things. Laps led, fastest laps, those are really going to be spread out throughout the whole thing. You're not going to have that as much as on the smaller tracks. Um, but Ryan Blaney, again, 17th or better in eight straight races, he has shown that he can do well. And he's even led quite a few laps. Uh, if you look back to the Daytona 500 earlier this year, he led 36 laps. Earlier this year at Talladega, he led 23 laps. Um, but he finished 11th here at Talladega in the spring. He finished fourth in the Daytona 500. He won at Daytona last year, a 15th at Daytona last year. Uh, he finished fifth in the second Atlanta race. So he's a guy that you always see at the end of these races making a move. He's really Team Penske guys are really good at this. And when Brad Keselowski was there, we talked about that on the betting episode. Like he won so many races at Talladega. I think he's won six there now because these guys are really good at working together and making the moves and being there at the end. And again, for these DFS guys, that's what you need. Somebody to survive the chaos, be there at the end. Ryan Blaney's done it eight races in a row. And if you go back and look farther, he's won at Talladega twice before. Um, he, he's gotten really close at Daytona with second place finish. Quite a few top fives between all of these. So Ryan Blaney is a guy, could get caught up in it, of course, like anybody. But more times than not, finds his way through the chaos, is there at the end, and can pay off in your lineups. So I was going to use Blaney as my pick to win outright. I liked his odds. Um, but I just, I didn't think he could win. Like I, I knew that he could go up front and I, and I wanted to look like a top three or had top all these five. different winners. Why can't it be Blaney? That's I mean, true. we've been saying that for half the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That 12 card just has not like been in there as much as we want it to be. But you know, again, I, I think he's going to do well at this track. I fully agree with you. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I was trying to look for a top three, top five angle and, and I didn't like his odds for that, but I definitely would have liked to have, have given him as a winner. Um, I just didn't. And and forgive me, guys, if you if I start to choke on stuff. I'm I got the sniffles today. It's it's not it's not bad. I've tested him good, but it's just going around here in California apparently. So if I start choking on my spit, then forgive me. But um, yep, I definitely like Blaney. I I, I wanted to look for him as well, so uh, I like that. Um, all right, I'm going to turn my attention to the 24 car in William Byron. He is at ninety five hundred dollars. Okay. You're going to tell me already that uh, you've been looking at his finishes at Super Speedways and they're not good, Rod. They're, that's true. That's absolutely right. I mean, the Super Speedways have not been his friends for the better part of the last couple of years, but he did have a second place finish here in Talladega uh, in April of 2021. He actually won at Daytona, fourth in Talladega in 2020. So, I mean, he's shown that he can get there. Like, he's shown that he can definitely be uh, a factor in a super speedway at some point. I mean, obviously, like I said, the end of 2021 was not his friend. Uh, the the early race this time, we started 8th, finished 15th, so not a great day for DFS. He did run 96.3 
total or a percentage of those laps uh, in the top 15, and he led 38 laps. Uh, so, you know, and he had five fastest laps. So those are a few of the hog points that you're looking for. And in fact, 38 uh, dominator points is actually not bad at a racetrack like Talladega. So you'll definitely take those points, the the, the laps led points. Um, unfortunately, like we said, it, it just didn't shake out for him. So I, I like William Byron here. You look back at what he's done over the last few races even, and this is why I picked William Byron more than anything. Darlington, eighth, Kansas, sixth, Bristol, third, Fort Worth, seven. So the seventh place in Texas and all that craziness. Since the playoffs have started, he's been a consistent top 10 driver. So, I mean, you look back at, at Talladega from earlier, that was in the, that was uh, shortly after he declined after his win at Martinsville, right? He, he won at Martinsville, 18th at Bristol, 15th at, at Talladega, and then he went on to go 22nd at Dover, 13th at Darlington, 16th at Kansas. So, you know, again, this was, he had won his two races, but all of a sudden he just sort of fell off. Well, now he's picked it back up again, and I think that 24 car now especially like Cody said, he's got docked. He has no room to run a race that's going to cause him to, to get wrecked out of this race. And if we want drivers that are going to finish, best believe that 24 team is telling him no more of this nonsense. You stay out of this. You run a clean race. Try to stay out of as much craziness and nonsense as you can because you got to put this car up to the front to get us those points because you just lost a bunch of them for us. So, um, we don't need you clowning around. And like I said, the four straight top 10 finishes is something that I find very encouraging going into this situation uh, for William Byron, who, who could keep his car up there. So no matter where he starts, and maybe he starts in the back uh, and, and climbs his way up, that makes it even better for you. So um, yeah, definitely give me William Byron. Because again, these points, when you look at these points that he's gotten you over the last few races, 53 last week, 57 the week before, 46 the week before that, 54 the week before that. So all good in DFS. Yeah, I like it. Like you said, they're kind of hitting their stride right now. He's proven to be a good super speedway racer. He's won at Daytona before. He's gotten it done. The points mean more than anything to him now. So could mean two things. Could mean you see him be a little more aggressive in the stages trying to run up front. Sometimes that's not a bad thing. We saw that from Chase Elliott in Atlanta where he led a ton of laps up front and stayed up front. And every time there was an incident, it was behind him because he was up front out of the way. So it's not necessarily a bad way to go. Byron is a great super speedway racer. Um, and like you said, the the momentum lately has been something that we're going to see it carry over. Again, anything can happen at these super speedways. I can say that till I'm blue in the face because it, we just it's so unpredictable. But there are certain things that can lead you towards more predictability, I guess, if they can avoid it, if they're not caught up and swept up in it. And William Byron and the way they've been running lately, now he's pissed off about this. He's going to want to go out there, get those points back, and work his way into the round of eight. Yep, so I definitely foresee that happening now. That's a storyline that made me feel much better about my William Byron pick because, again, it's it's going to lead to him having to run a cleaner race than he would have before. So um, I like that, and I like it at a discounted price, basically, because he's not 10000 He's $9,500, which gives you a nice little room to... Uh, to just play around, you know, and get creative with it like we told you to do in the beginning. All right, speaking of playing around, we'll give you a little more playing around money with our uh, mid-range uh, drivers. 
when we come back from the break. But first, let me tell you about No House Advantage. It's changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. My daughter is taking Italian in high school and she comes home to me every single day and tries to speak to me in a language I don't understand. I need to fix this. You know how I'm going to fix this? I'm not going to go in her classroom. They don't let you do that anymore. But I am going to pick up and download Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning a new language off of your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. And thank God for that because I barely have 10 minutes a day. So you can start having real-life conversations with other people or your daughter in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps, they use AI for their lesson plans. Babbel, their lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, just to name a few. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. So many ways to learn with Babbel in addition to the lessons. You can access podcasts, you can play games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, best of all, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. I used to have so many tabs open across my computer to do research, to give various odds for various sports, and then try to compare all of the different prices across all the different books it got exhausting to do it gets exhausting to say well thankfully i don't have to do that anymore because i have discovered oddstrader.com what is oddstrader.com it's the place to compare odds from across all major sports books plus you can compare the different sign up codes and promos from sports books to get the best deal you get player statistics key game stats injury reports projected game day weather it's going to make you the most informed better in the room if not in the entire world. It also has a bet tracker, so you can keep track of all the bets that you make as well. Handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, it's all right there. Uh, go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire if you want in on this, which you should. It's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. Let us move to... Some less expensive options on the board. Looks like we're both in the same vicinity as far as who we were. I uh, actually, Cody, I'm glad you picked the guy you picked. Because if I didn't pick the guy I picked, I would have picked the guy you picked. So, uh, again. There we go. I like it. I like it. So, Okay, yeah. uh, Staying in the Penske camp. I just talked about how good they are at super speedways and how well they work together. 
Austin Sendrick, 7,900. He is a guy that just, again, knows how to race on super speedways. He did it well in the Xfinity Series. He jumped into the Cup Series, wins the Daytona 500 to open up his rookie season, and it's just been off from there. He finished uh, 32nd in Atlanta after winning the 500. Uh, I think he got caught up in a wreck there fairly early. Again, it can happen. 21st at Talladega in the spring. That's an okay result. That won't kill your day in DFS. But then third in Atlanta, third in Daytona again. So three of the five super speedway races we've had this season, he's finished in the top three. Those are pretty decent odds. His career finishing position at Talladega, 10.6 in the Xfinity Series with three top fives, 13.7 at Daytona with a win and three top fives. So Austin Sindrick has proven it in the Xfinity Series and in the Cup Series so far this year again. Three of the five races in the top three. How much more can you ask from a guy to be up there, be consistent? He knows how to handle these cars. He's got the experience in the draft. He knows how to manipulate it. And Penske is really, like we talk about colleague in the Xfinity series, it seems like anybody who gets in their car except Daniel Hemrick can do well in those cars on super speedways. Penske seems to be the same thing. We even see it translate to the Wood Brothers car a lot of the times, that 21 car. We'll be up there with them. They just work really well together. They work well with the other Ford's cars, and it all goes well together. So Austin Sendrick, 7,900, is another one I just can't pass up this weekend. So, oh, man, Rod, unhit the mute button, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's like I've never done this before in my life. Uh, no, it, look, if anything should have signaled to us that anything can and will happen this season, it should have been when Austin Sidrick won the Daytona 500 to start the year because, you know, again, it was one of those long-shot guys, a rookie guy that nobody ever, nobody saw coming. Yeah, of course, those who, who were familiar with him in the Xfinity probably touted him a little bit, but by and large, you never thought they would come out and actually win the Daytona 500 in his first running of it. So, I mean, absolutely, if Austin Sidrick can do that, there's nothing stopping you from, you know, being able to to have that happen again. So I, I definitely, I'll back you on this because there's no bad play, right? We talked about it already. There's no bad play this week. Uh, only only bad on you for not taking that shot. So, um, yep, good call on him. All right, I'll move to my next guy. It's Daniel Suarez at $7,700. Okay, I get it. Yeah, once again, not another super speedway guy that's going to get you a, a ridiculous amount of uh, of love and is going to definitely need a lot of finagling to actually make it anywhere where he's going to be profitable for you in DFS. But, you know, over the last few weeks, he's actually been okay. I mean, since, uh, since Darlington. Darlington, he had 48 points. Uh, the week after that, he had 50, 34, 30. He's averaging 31.8 points per race. Uh, go back a couple of races. He had a couple of clunkers in there. Um, obviously, at the at the Coke Zero Sugar 400, he only got you negative one point. Before that, he got you 43 at the Glen, uh, 32 before that, 48 a couple of times. You know, so again, he's a hit or miss kind of a guy, especially at super speedways. <clears throat> go ahead and take a look at his Talladega record. It's definitely not all that encouraging. But again, Trackhouse has improved from last year to this year. You can already tell with both of those cars, both of those drivers, you can't even really compare stats from last year to this year with both of those guys because they've just been killing it on just about every single track that they're at. And if they're not, something happened. Something went wrong. So they got hit. 
Denny Hamlin got into them. Whatever it was, <clears throat> it's just a matter of, of trying to, you know, jump back into it. So I'm going to toss out all of Daniel Suarez's past transgressions at Talladega and, and just hope for the best for him uh, because, I, I, again, his last few races have been very encouraging and the trajectory that he's been on. Uh, not great finishes, but started 36th at Darlington, finished 18th. That's a good, that's good, uh, a sizable chunk of points when it comes to differential, right? 15th and 10th, not a whole lot of them, but he also led eight laps there, so that got you some points uh, in Kansas. 29th to 19th at Bristol, pretty good there. Held serve at Texas, but led 38, or he led one lap. So, you know, whatever. I, I, Daniel Suarez, to me, like I said, is one of those plays where he's he's been solid enough to where I'll take a chance on him in DFS because I don't think a lot of people are going to this week. Yeah, he's not really a name that that kind of comes to mind when you think of super speedway guys. But even if you look at what he's done this year, if you if you include Atlanta in there, which I think is important, and I think a lot of people are going to overlook adding Atlanta in there, and I, I do think that it translates. He finished uh, fourth in the first Atlanta race, sixth in the second Atlanta race. So great results at both of those. Uh, even Daytona 500 where he was 18th. I mean, that's not a bad finish at all 24th at the other Daytona race with everything that happened there. Not horrible either. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, we've seen much different Daniel Suarez this year, a much more confident Daniel Suarez who, who you know, knows he's got a chance to do better, has proven he can win races, he can run well, he's made it to the round of 12 in the playoffs. Like, everything is going well for him. And, yeah, again, I don't think he's not a super sexy name, not a very popular name. So he would be a great guy to differentiate yourself from other people, which is something you're going to have to do just like any other week, but even more so in a race like this where people are going to be taking some of these chalkier guys. you got to find some of these guys that are kind of laying in the grass there that can perform well for you and have proven even this year that they can do it on these type of tracks. That's what I'm telling you. Like if he starts in 36th again or even, hell, in 29th, that, I love it even better because those place differential points at the end are going to come in nice and clutch. Uh, all right, we've wheeled you around the mid-price drivers. When we come back from break, we'll hit you up with some of the more uh, or the less expensive drivers, as it were, for your DFS lineups in Talladega. But let's talk about the Elias Game Plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is, well, you knew this. The best day of the week is actually Monday, Thursday, and of course, Sunday. It's NFL season. It's our favorite time of year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. The Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues. And the Elias Game Plan is full of information and insights provided by the renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up-to-date and that you can trust. We toss out a lot of stats here on the SGPN, and we need you to know that all of what we're talking about, all of our strategy is backed by numbers, not just our intuition. We're trying to give you the best information possible with the best information possible. That is why we turn to the Elias Game Plan app. So elevate your NFL season today. Download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. Right now, we got a special offer. When you subscribe, get 15% off your annual subscriptions, but only if you use our promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan sports betting in the App Store or Play Store. And today, use my promo code SGPN15. 
If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Run Zone plus four ga- plus games in 4K. You get more than four games. Games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite show with the included cloud-based DVR+. Plus. No contracts, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. All right, we step down to the folks that uh, may end up making you a ton of money in this biome, <laughs> really, if we're, if we're being honest with each other. Uh, a lot of these guys down here in this lower tier that we're going to talk about are the guys that normally start and run around the back, and that when absolute madness happens and the race gets called because it's rained out and half the field gets taken out because it was rain on the track, all of a sudden, you stack the back, you win a ton of money. So uh, we're not telling you to stack the back in this one, even though that might be a good strategy and you should probably use it. Um, but we're definitely going to give you a couple of, of lower priced options to help you at least make a little bit of a tiny stack in the back. Yeah, exactly. And again, we talk about it on a week to week basis. You know, sometimes we get down in this area. We don't want to go down too far. You don't want to play some of these guys all the way at the bottom. There is not a bad play in DFS this week. Cody Ware all the way at the bottom has been great at super speedways. Todd Gillen, BJ McLeod, Harrison Burton, JJ Yaley, any of these guys, they're all good plays because of what they can do. So there's nobody you need to avoid at the bottom of this. Some guys at the top, like Kyle Larson, I wouldn't play much of, but uh, <laughs> I'd play, I'll have more ownership of BJ McLeod this weekend <laughs> than Kyle Larson, if that tells you anything. Uh, anyways, but my favorite guy on super speedways, if you listen to the NASCAR gambling podcast at any point in time throughout the season, Corey LaJoy, absolutely love the guy. Um, I have a DFS article probably coming out Thursday afternoon that's going to have a few more plays. Corey LaJoy is one of those plays. He's my cover boy with his beautiful flowing locks on the article, um, of course. But Corey LaJoy on super speedways is just so good. You look at the two Atlanta races earlier this season. Uh, he finished fifth in the first one. He was leading my 250 to one ticket with two laps to go. Unfortunately, Chase Elliott got in front of him through a block and he didn't finish as well. But uh, LaJoy's finishes throughout time. Daytona 500, he got caught up in it early and finished 30th. But I'm just going to read off his previous finishes at Talladega and Daytona before then. 14th, 14th, 22nd, 16th, 22nd, 9th, 28th, 21st, 16th, 8th, 7th, 6th, 11th, 18th. He is good on super speedways. Nobody in the field takes better care of their car, stays out of the way, keeps it clean. For the most part, avoids the chaos. He didn't in Daytona earlier this season, but that's going to happen, of course. But generally, stays out of the way and out of the chaos or I guess that was, I was looking at that wrong. That was the Daytona, that was the fall race or the whatever, August race that we just had in Daytona. He was 14th in the 500. So again, even a good finish then. Um, but he's just, he's an auto bet for me. Every time we go to a super speedway, I'm always going to bet him to win. I'm going to bet him top three, top five, top 10, whatever I can get on him. 
It's my Corey LaJoy love fest for super speedways. It's going to keep going. He's going to win one one of these days. And then you can all be like, Cody called this 100 times and it finally happened. Do I need to but, pull this uh, out? Do I need to pull that out? Corey LaJoy. <laughs> Corey LaJoy's corner. Corey LaJoy Yeah, corner. that might be uh, replacing Ryan Blaney's corner. <laughs> the recently retired Ryan Blaney's corner with uh, Corey LaJoy corner on super speedways. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to bet him to win the Daytona 500 next year when we're in our next super speedway race. So just be prepared to hear about him every time. But it's because he gets results. He's solid every time, almost every time, which is what you can ask for from Super Speedway guys. He's just a guy that always gets it done, and I'm always going to go back to that well every single time. And let's just face it, he is so much fun to cheer for. Like I don't know anybody that doesn't like cheering for that seven car uh, week in yep. and week out. I mean, you may not necessarily like him, like him, like him, but at the very least, you, you don't hate it when that car does well. So, um I'll back you on your Corey LaJoy, even though it doesn't sound like I do, uh, on your Corey LaJoy call in your Corey LaJoy uh, corner. All right, I'm going to give you uh, Michael McDowell, one of those guys that we don't necessarily talk about week in and week out because he's not a guy that's normally around the front of the of the race at the end of it. But then again, a lot of times he is. like He just sneaks up on you every once in a while. Um, last week in particular, he started fifth, Finished 11th. Not bad. He got you 31 points. He did, uh, again, he was, what, 6,400 at that point. So that's a pretty decent return. Uh, at Bristol, he finished 11th. He got you 39 points in that. He was 6,300 at that point. Uh, the week before that, started 23rd, finished 16th. Got you 34 points there, too. 45 points in Darlington, where he started 10th and finished 6th and had six fastest laps. So, you know, the, the trend is now he's starting to actually go down in price only because, yeah, you know, he's, he's going down in fantasy points. But by the same token, like, that's good. That means it's time to, to snatch it up and to, to actually bet on him. He got you 37 points in Daytona. That was pretty good. Again, we talk about that being a, uh, uh, the super speedway. 26th in Atlanta. Not bad there either. Uh, so, you know, again, it's it, 53 points at, at the Geico 500. That's definitely good. Started 21st, finished eighth in that race. So a lot of promising results for McDowell again at the super speedway tracks. He's one of those guys where you kind of do just sort of, uh, pencil him in, uh, and these super speedways and try to take a chance at him because he manages to find his way around to the front. And, uh, you know, we don't normally bet on him. Like we, like I said, on, on normal races, uh, but we kind of dust him off for super speedway purposes. And, uh, I'm, this is me dusting off Michael McDowell for a DFS line, especially again, like I said, at $6,600, that is a hell of a dice roll because you know that he's capable of pulling up into the top 10, even if he finishes outside or even if he starts rather outside of the top 20. So, um, definitely give me a little bit of Michael McDowell. 23 starts here, uh, three top tens, two top fives. Again, not the not the greatest of track record here, but all you're looking for is a good finish. Uh, 21st to eighth uh, in the in the spring race here. 22nd to 17th, 23rd to third in 2021, 22nd to fifth. So uh, in 2019, he can do it. I think he can do it again as long as he's finished, as long as he's running at the end of the race. Yeah, he's a veteran driver who's been around a long time, doing this for a long time. He's been racing on super speedways in NASCAR since 2008. His, his career started off pretty rough, but by the time 2013 got around, 
he starts reeling off good finishes a ninth at daytona a seventh at daytona 15th at daytona uh 21st at dega 10th at daytona a fourth at daytona ninth fifth 13th 14th then he wins the daytona 500 in 2021 uh and since then he finished third at talladega in april of last year then a bad one at daytona happens but again 17th at talladega that's still not a bad finish this year seventh at daytona eighth at talladega in the spring he knows what he's doing i mean he's a great super speedway racer we've seen him do it before we know he can win races he did it in the daytona 500 last year he's one of those guys you always see at the end of these races up front again uh and again at, at the price he's at it, it's almost ridiculous that he's so cheap at a track like this well again i'll take it if you're falling asleep at the wheel uh you know, and, and giving me D or give me prices at, uh, at DFS that I can swoop up. So, um, all right, let's go over the drivers one more time for you so we can refresh your memory for our high price drivers. Cody gave you Ryan Blaney at 10,400. I gave you William Byron at 9,500. Our mid-tier drivers, Cody gave you Austin Sindrick at 7,900. I gave you Daniel Suarez at 7,700. And then our bottom tier drivers, uh, Corey gave you Corey LaJoy. Cody gave you Corey LaJoy. <sighs> Tongue twister. Thanks, thanks, Cody. Thanks for screwing me up on that one. And then I gave you Michael McDowell at 6,600. So once again, those are six drivers that you could actually all fit in your lineup. And <laughs> that's, that's easy. I think you can fit them all. I didn't try. Uh, but it, it looks to me like you can fit all of those drivers in your lineup if you try. Uh, so there's a free lineup if you want it. <clears throat> again, tinker, build, do all kinds of stuff. Don't just enter one, please, in this and, and think that it's going to stick. Uh, play around. Have some fun with it. Build lineups that you wouldn't necessarily build anywhere else because God knows all it takes is for a rain-shortened race for you to cash big. So, uh, All right, Cody, before we get going, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't even take – that's the thing, too, is like I tell my friends who – play DFS for NFL or other things like throw lineups in the NASCAR D like yes again we've given you some good plays and guys to watch but anything can happen so just just play around like this is your chance to just have fun with it don't do just one because it, it's going to somebody is going to get caught up in the first wreck 10 laps into the race and your day is going to be over with just like that you don't want that. You want to be able to sweat out at least one of those lineups uh, throughout the day. So you got to do that. But uh, anyways, you can find all my work on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. I got another a DFS article with a few more plays that I really like um, coming out tomorrow. An F1 DFS article coming out. Um, also, make sure you check out the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. They're back this week uh, racing at Singapore. So going to be another exciting one there. And, uh, yeah, I got an NBA article out right now. So all kinds of stuff. Rod Rod really drug me into the weeds here. And uh, all my work's over there at Husker underscore Zeeb. I, I can't help it, man. I'm, I'm an enabler. I basically just say, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. You can do it. Do what you want. This is your world. Uh, speaking of your world, find yourself heading over there to Twitter at twitter.com slash Gomez. Find me on Twitter at Gomez. There's a link in my bio that's got uh, just all sorts of stuff that's in there. I got all my articles that I'm printing for uh, Sportsbook Review, the In Between Media, Backroads channel, 
uh, on YouTube, the stuff that I'm doing for NASCAR, CFL, F1. I don't know. We'll be here for another 20 minutes if I tell you everything I'm doing. So just go to the Twitter, RJ Gomez. Find the link in the bio for everything I'm doing there. We appreciate you each and every week for making it through uh, our show and, and just giving us all the support you can. And we love you. We're coming back next week to talk through hopefully what is going to be a nice, quiet Talladega weekend in the NASCAR circuit. But until next time, everybody, let's go racing and let it ride.